Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Pigskin Pundits on this Thursday, September 28th. 2017 NFL Week 4 Midnight Edition on Block Talk Radio. I am Mark Ferraro, pleased to be joined, as always, by my good buddy, Thomas Murphy himself. What's up, man? How you doing? First of all, we're tied in so many different things this week with our picks because I had a poor job making some selections last week. And we can't forget about fantasy baseball because last time I checked for the championship, of course, we're playing each other, and it's 9-9. Oh, I know. I knew you were going to give me a fight. You know, you always do. Uh, I don't know if I've ever beaten you in a, uh, in a final in fantasy in uh, any of the uh, sports that we've done. I think you even may have beaten me in the hockey final the one year we did it. And, uh, but yeah, so I knew I was going to have my hands full, but, uh, ooh, it's going to come right down to the wire. I think I'm going to have to be watching my lineup pretty much every hour to make sure everyone's playing and, uh, I plug in the appropriate people, but, uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun one. Oh, well, man, for sure. And of course, as you said, it's going to come down to the end. We have to watch our moves that we make for the rest of the week because there is a limit. So it's going to be fun. As you said. And we'll see who takes home the crown. As far as fantasy football is concerned, last week, Tom, you picked up the victory. Congratulations. You're 2-1 in our league. I, however, lost, so I'm not 1-2. So I definitely need to turn the page as soon as possible. But, Tom, man, let's kick off the picks with a game that will take place later today, Thursday night football NFC North matchup between the 1-2 and two Bears and the 2-1 and one Packers. Both teams picked up victories at home in overtime on Sunday. And, Tom, the floor is yours. You could go first, my good sir. Oh, man, you know, hey, Chicago with, uh, you know, one of the many upsets that happened last week. That was one neither of us called. And, yeah, going back to the picks last week, I mean, yeah, we were – we tied it up, but, man uh, – my God, I think we both had uh, seven correct out of uh, 16. There were just so many uh, crazy scores last week. But, uh, you know, this week, got to give Chicago credit. Uh, you know, hanging tough with Pittsburgh in a game I just didn't think they were going to win. And Green Bay also, that was another shocker. I had picked uh, – I had flexed them in my other league against Cincinnati, and they didn't put the performance I was uh, certainly hoping. Cincinnati's offense came back to life, and we'll see what they do from uh, here on out. But uh, in this game, I look for Green Bay to, uh, you know, come back to form. You know, Chicago's offense, you know, Chicago hasn't looked uh, too terrible so far. I mean, keeping Atlanta close in week one and pulling off the upset last week. But I just like Green Bay too much in this one. Give me the – give them uh, – Give me them to win 30-17. to 17. Yeah, the main reason why they won that game, the Bears I'm speaking of against the Steelers, 
was because of the running attack of Jordan Howard, over 130 yards on the ground and two touchdowns. And even Tariq Cohen had a pretty nice game, over 70 yards on the ground as well. Uh, definitely a guy who was breathing a sigh of relief after the victory was cornerback Marcus Cooper. If you didn't see the play, next time don't celebrate too early you're in the end zone. Make sure you're in there first, then celebrate. Don't do it before, but lucky enough for the Bears, they still got the victory. And you mentioned, Tom, with the Packers. I was surprised that game was close. I never expected it to end 27-24, but obviously Rodgers, that big 72-yard pass in overtime to Geronimo Allison set up the game-winning field goal. And for fantasy purposes, Randall Cobb will play tomorrow with the chest injury. So he's back in the lineup. But, Tom, I agree with you. Our scores are very similar. Give the Packers to roll at home over the Bears 29-16. to 16. Wow, yeah, that's, that is uh, very similar. But, yeah, no, with that, uh, that Chicago running attack, man, that was pretty, uh, you know, they, they really got it done. I mean, Howard was looking good. And Cohen, you know, after uh, kind of falling off a little bit uh, in week two, definitely made a uh, name for himself with some big plays. And it uh, be definitely interesting to see. I, I think Howard's going to have another big year just in general. But it'll see how uh, Cohen uh, – you know, adds to this offense and also how it helps uh, the Bears down the road. Yeah, and Cohen, I believe, is on your fantasy bench right now. He is. Yeah, I still just don't. I don't have the. Uh, yeah, I don't have the uh, gall yet to uh, actually start him. But you know, once these bye weeks start uh, rolling in, you know, he'll be getting a lot more time. All right, Tom. Now let's head to London. Another game that will take place at nine thirty. I pretty much guarantee, even though it wouldn't be a surprise, that this game should be a lot closer than last week's debacle with the Jacksonville Jaguars beating the Ravens 44-7. We'll get to that game later. But this week, the matchup between the Saints, the 1-2 and two Saints against the Dolphins, who are the home team in this one, they're 1-1. One and one. It was pretty impressive last week for the Saints on the road, beating the Panthers 34-13. Of course, they were desperate looking for their first victory, and Drew Brees does what Drew Brees does every single year. doesn't matter how old this guy is. He puts up the numbers, 220 passing yards, three touchdowns, including one to your wide receiver, Michael Thomas. And congratulations goes out there to Alvin Kamara with his first rushing touchdown, the rookie from Tennessee. And as for the Dolphins, Tom, you were so right. You picked the Jets last week, and the Dolphins looked terrible in that loss, 20-6. to Jay did nothing on the ground. Maybe that had to do with his knee injury. I'm not sure. But in every asset of that game, they did not come up to play whatsoever. Even Dominic and Sue, he was at Miami in that game. He did absolutely nothing. But in this game, Tom, if the Saints were home, I would pick them. But because they're on the road, and I know they just won on the road, but London, you never know. And the Dolphins are going to be a team this, week, this year, Tom, and you mentioned it before the program. Some weeks are going to look great. Some weeks are going to look awful. So for this Sunday, I think they're just going to get by the Saints and they win 23-22. Oh wow, yeah. You know, before this show, I was saying that they're—I uh, think that they're absolute frauds. I don't think uh, 
I don't think they're going to be relevant come December. I mean, of course, I could be eating my words, but uh, I was very happy to see the Jets do that to them uh, this past week. Definitely uh, so far proving me right. And, uh, yeah, uh, New Orleans definitely imp- uh, impressed me, you know, putting up uh, that amount of points on that Carolina defense that I had seen the week before that just absolutely swarmed the Bills and allowed them to do get nothing off the ground. So, uh, <clears throat> but you know, hey, Drew Brees, he – he can just get it done whenever. And, you know, these London games, they're so uh, – they're just so hard to predict. You know, I think the travel really messes with these teams. And, you know, you mentioned Jacksonville last week winning 44-7. to I just don't think that would happen in an ordinary uh, circumstance, you know, most of the time. And Jacksonville won in London two years ago against my Bills, uh, you know, jumping out to an early lead, almost letting it go, and then regaining it. But uh, – you know, in this one, I'm just going to have to play this as if it's a normal game being played in the States. And I think New Orleans is going to, uh, you know, make Miami again look foolish. And I think they're going to win 31-20. to 20. And let's not forget, Tom, that Drew Brees has another weapon to play with. It is the return of Willie Snead, who is back from his three-game suspension. So, everyone, make sure in your league – you check the waiver wire just to make sure that he's not available. Now, we're not sure what his role will be right out of the gate, but he's a guy, Tom, that definitely needs to be owned if he's not already. Oh, absolutely. You know, he's always been a long ball specialist for, uh, you know, Breeze after, you know, coming out of obscurity. And, yeah, he's he's one of those guys, you know, he'll like some weeks you won't hear of him, and then some weeks, you know, he'll have two touchdowns and 150 yards. So, yeah, he definitely definitely belongs on a team now that he's back. And I know, uh, yeah, he's going to be putting up some points very soon. Now we'll move to the 1 o'clock games on Sunday. And, of course, We'll start with the 2-1 Buffalo Bills. That's right, 2-1 Buffalo Bills traveling to Atlanta to face the 1-1 Falcons. Tom, of course, you could go first with this one. And I have to say another congratulations to a rookie, Tredavious White, with his first interception off of quarterback Trevor Simeon. Oh, yeah, that was definitely a uh, fun play, kind of, uh, you know, more almost sealed the game for us pretty much uh definitely helped uh you know put the game away towards the end and uh yeah uh, everyone in buffalo is really high on tredavious white wish the same could be safe for zay jones zay jones is really struggling in buffalo he has no chemistry with tyrod and uh yes already starting to feel the brunt from the uh you know from the bills jackals there uh, in Western New York, and hopefully he can uh, overcome that and, uh, you know, get his head straight. But, uh, yeah, you know, Bill's defense has just looked absolutely amazing so far this year. It was such an impressive win against Denver. I was so happy. Uh, I, I predicted them to win, but a lot of that was biased. But and also I didn't think they would win in the fashion that they did. Uh, <clears throat> Bill's are average – giving up an average of 12 points a game very early still in the season. Uh, only two touchdowns so far they've given up, and both were rushes. Uh, yet to give up a passing touchdown. And so yeah, here comes uh, you know, Matty Ryan and Julio Jones coming. Julio Jones has a little bit of a lower strain in his back, in his lower back, uh, you know, but ex- is expected to play. Atlanta's going to be without Fick Beasley. And, uh, man, I, I love the way Buffalo's playing right now. But, you know, I got I can't pick Buffalo every week. And, you know, before the season, when I saw this game on the schedule, 
It's like, yeah, if we go 12-4, and four, this will probably be one of our losses. <laughs> so I am begrudging, you know. So I'm going to have to stick with that. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm definitely hopeful that we can win. But, you know, Atlanta, you know, 3-0, and oh, they're one of the only undefeated teams left available. But I just, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I just uh, – I'm just going to have to pick Atlanta here. And I hope the Bills prove me wrong. I think it's going to be close. Uh, give me Atlanta to win 20-17. to 17. And, Tom, how about the way the Falcons-Lions game lived up to the hype? Of course, if you didn't see it, the, the, the scenario was Stafford threw a touchdown pass to Golden Tate. Originally on the field was scored a touchdown. Lions take the lead. But they, when they went to the review, they said he was down at the one-yard line. And because the Lions had no time left, no timeouts left, there was a 10-second runoff, game over. Falcons stay undefeated and get that victory 30-26. to 26. But as you mentioned, Tom, this is a tough test for the Bills on the road against this high-powered attack of the Falcons' offense. Obviously, Ryan spreads the ball around through those two touchdown passes to Taylor Gabriel and Muhammad Sanu. You can't forget about Devontae Freeman as well. But one guy you mentioned, Tom, and he's been very good so far this season, has two touchdowns, and you told me to pick him up right before the season started as my backup tight end, and that's Charles Clay. He's been phenomenal. Oh, he really has, you know. Uh... And just the way the offense has been, you know, the Bills losing a lot of their receivers. Uh, <clears throat> Tyrod's been throwing to the guys he knows uh, best. I mean, our leading our leading guy, our leading receiver is LaShawn McCoy so far this year. You know, he's definitely getting the bulk of the receptions. But, you know, Clay with two touchdowns, uh, yeah, he's definitely a, definitely a big target for uh, uh, Tyrod. And I think that will be – that will be going all season long. So, yeah, Clay – yeah, no one will be dropping Clay, and I mean, but for the most part, probably if you have somebody much superior, yeah, he stays on your bench for the most part. But as far as this game goes, I think it will be close. But give me the Falcons to move to four and zero with a twenty-five seventeen victory over your Buffalo Bills. Again, you're listening to the Pigskin Pundits on Block Talk Radio. I'm Mark Ferraro. He's Thomas Murphy, and we're going through a week four NFL picks. And I'll go first with this one, a AFC North matchup of two winless teams, the Bengals and the <laughs> Browns. As far as the Bengals go, listen, they performed well in Green Bay, even though they didn't get the victory. I thought it was going to be a blowout. You did as well. But we finally saw a big workload out of the rookie running back from Oklahoma, Joe Mixon had 18 carries in this game, which doubled his workload from a week ago. So I think moving forward, you're going to see him get more and more carries. And for everyone that was so worried about A.J. Green, well, he had a big bounce back performance, 10 catches, 111 yards. But, of course, they're going to miss their tight end, Tyler Eifert, who's still out a few weeks with a back injury. And as far as the Browns go, I picked them last week to beat the Colts, came up short, couldn't get the victory. Deshaun Kaiser had three interceptions in that game, but did have a rushing touchdown. And one guy who's been a big disappointment so far in the running back department has been Isaiah Crowell. Still no touchdowns 
averaging under three yards a carry. So, so far, has not been very good. And even Rashad Higgins, everyone fell in love with him last week as a waiver wire addition, did nothing, only had two catches. But having said all of that, I still think the Browns will find a way to get their first victory over the Bengals on Sunday, 23-21. Oh, wow. I actually for sure thought this was going to be our uh... – first disagreement but no I agree with you you know I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with Cleveland here I'm still not sold on Cincinnati despite that performance uh, I think just those first two performances left such bad tastes in my mouth and the hurt the uh, the loss of Tyler Eifert is going to like really hurt them uh, for the next few weeks and you know you mentioned in Cleveland yeah Isaiah Crow has been a huge disappointment uh, in one of my leagues I was fortunate enough to uh have Duke Johnson on the bench and now I have him starting because I mean he's not not putting up the huge numbers but just enough you know he's getting a couple couple catches maybe a touchdown here and there just uh kind of getting enough to uh you know put some points on the board and you know maybe just uh fill in a gap that uh you know so many teams are desperate for running back so you know uh yeah Duke Johnson is actually uh so so far been way more productive so hopefully that uh trend continues but uh just in for real life yeah i mean kaiser uh definitely struggled last week i was i was shocked that they lost to indianapolis never uh to say that i'm shocked that the browns ever don't win a game it just doesn't even sound right but i really thought that they were going to handle indianapolis last week but uh yeah i like them to uh i like them to pick up their first victory here in this battle of the winless and similar to your score have them winning by two in a uh bit of a shootout 26 to 24 and keeping the theme of tight ends and rookies how about david Njoku in back-to-back games does have a touchdown for the cleveland browns now, on Sunday, a matchup of two-and-one teams that got big primetime victories, the Rams over the 49ers, which we documented last Friday on our show. All I have to say is thank you very much, Cooper Cup, for two points. And for the Cowboys, <laughs> nice victory on Monday night over the Cardinals, bounced back 28-17, Dak Prescott, two touchdowns, including one via the ground, and even Ezekiel Elliott, 80 yards rushing, and a touchdown Cowboys defense, six sacks against Carson Palmer, and, of course, that amazing touchdown, Des Bryant with the Cardinals defensive back, pushing his way to the end zone with the help of an offensive lineman. This is a big test for the Rams. Obviously, you have to like what you have seen from their new head coach, Sean McVay, out of the quarterback, Jared Goff, and you're number two. And, of course, Todd Gurley is doing his thing in the backfield. But you got to give the edge to the Cowboys here, Tom. They're at home. I still don't buy the Rams in terms of a playoff contender just yet. So give me the Cowboys to win at home 26-18. Uh, yeah, no, I completely agree with you, you know. Uh, and it's so funny you're talking about Cooper Cup. He was about – he was pretty much the only Ram not to have – a substantial amount of points for uh, fantasy points last week. Uh, you know, we all know like Todd Gurley, Jared Goff, Sammy Watkins had a huge game. And, uh, you know, I know he had the concussion protocol, so he's still, uh, 
you know, kind of a bit, uh, you know, questionable from here on out. But, uh, yeah, no, in this game, I mean, I still like the Rams' defense despite giving up 39 points to the Niners. I think that was just an anomaly. And maybe just the fact that uh, the Rams were, you know, Rams were just putting so many points on the board. But I expect them to get uh, brought back to life, uh, you know, with uh, – you know, playing Dallas here uh, at home. Uh, I think it's going to be low scoring, kind of more, you know, what you would expect. Uh, give me Dallas to win 20 to 14. All right, Tom, keep it going, man. Another matchup of two and one teams, a big early matchup test in the NFC North between the Lions heading to Minnesota to face the Vikings. Yeah, this is quite a game. Uh, you know, both of these teams kind of surprising me this year. Uh, Detroit, of course, I, had the same feelings of the, um, that I did the Dolphins at the beginning of the year, just thinking that last year was a fluke, and they actually seem to be playing better than they did last year, and uh, almost seem to be, you know, absolutely for real. And Minnesota, what can you say? I mean, uh, I mean, you know, two uh, in week two they kind of got uh, worked quite a bit by the Steelers, but uh, you know, really bounced back and uh, surprised uh, Tampa Bay. At least I thought. I was kind of shocked to see uh, them, especially with Case Keenum. You never saw Case Keenum do uh, hmm. Case Keenum did that like once or twice in L.A., and then he really started to hit the skids. So, uh, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't really count on Case Keenum to uh, really do to really keep up that pace, unless Minnesota has a uh, insane offensive coordinator that I'm just kind of blanking on right now. But uh, Detroit, they're going to be hungry for a win after just. Uh, you know, missing out last week against Atlanta. Uh, so I'm going to have them squeak one out here in a, in a shootout here, having winning 27 to 24. Now, Tom, obviously before I mentioned that you won this past week in fantasy football, and the reason why you probably won is because all your wide receivers score at least one touchdown. Michael Thomas, Golden Tate, in the loss to the Falcons. We'll get to Rashad Matthews later. And thank goodness you and everyone else did not take my advice of benching Stephon Diggs because what an <laughs> unbelievable game he had. Eight catches, 173 yards, and two touchdowns. As you mentioned with Case Keenum, I was totally shocked because one of the other things this week that I noticed is that everyone who picked up a defense, whether it was the Buccaneers or the Dolphins or the Ravens, Negative points across the board. I know Tom had the Ravens defense. that w- They put up negative <laughs> points. Yeah. I had the Buccaneers defense. It was the same thing. But I do agree with you, Tom. Give me the Lions to win on the road because, as you said, I don't trust Case Keenum. And even you have to worry about the return of Bradford and his injuries in the past. So give me Detroit to win 20-16. to 16. Oh, yeah. And also, I have to remind you, not only did you suggest uh, benching Diggs, which I just was not, uh, you know, I was not too fond of because Diggs has been, uh, you know, he's been, I had him last year on a team and he put up some points for me. But uh, also, you had, um, you had suggested that I plug someone else in, and I believe that was uh, Jaborius Buck Allen. And Ooh, uh, yeah, that was bad. Yes. Woo! Yeah, very, very glad I did not take your advice on that one because I probably, I would have lost 20 points and I think that most certainly would have been enough for me to lose this week. Because yeah, oh, yeah uh, Diggs, sure, yeah. Diggs had some, Diggs had some points. 
Oh, he did. Oh, for sure. No, he's always a big-time threat, but I never thought and imagined that Case Keenum would put up those numbers against the Buccaneers' defense, which fooled Mike Glennon the previous week. But what do you tell? Every time you pick up a defense, they always fail you. That's why this week, I don't care if the matchup's not great, I'm sticking with the Texans against the Titans. I'm not going to afford to pick up a defense and for them to sting me once again. But I'll go first with this matchup. Again, two-in-one teams. Panthers came back to life in week number three with that loss at home to the Saints. And of course, the Patriots pulled out that victory against the Texans in a shootout, 36-33. But the big story for the Panthers moving forward is the injury to Calvin Benjamin. Of course, I have him on my fantasy team. Now, there's no structural damage with the knee. He did not practice today, or I should say on Wednesday, so his status is still up in the air. If he does not play, the guy that everyone has to own is Devin Funches because then he would become the main target. Can't forget no Greg Olson, but the guy who had a lot of targets, Tom. And again, the theme of the rookie running back. It's amazing. Everyone's contributing at a very high level, and that's Christian McCaffrey. Nine catches, 101 yards, and 11 targets. Those numbers should stay the same, especially with the injury to Calvin Benjamin. Of course, the Patriots, Tom Brady, five touchdowns in this game against that Texans defense. Two to Cooks, two to Chris Hogan, the other two, Gronkowski. I can see the Patriots rolling in this game, especially at home against the Panthers, who I did, make, who I did pick to make the playoffs. But now with this injury to Benjamin, I'm not so sure. Sure. So give me the Patriots to win 30-17. to 17. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, it's, uh, I see. Yeah, it's going to be a little struggle there with, uh, in Carolina with, uh, you know, possibly Benjamin out for some time and Greg uh, Olsen on the IR, too, uh, two of uh, Cam's favorite targets. But I think he will end up making a favorite target out of Christian McCaffrey. And, uh, yeah, we'll definitely be seeing a lot more of him. Uh, you know, with in regards to New England, um, you know, they're two and one, squeaked one out against Houston. Uh, however, still gave up 33 points to a Houston offense, which uh, has more or less been an- very, very anemic so far this season. Uh, and New England, you know, uh, of course, we remember very well of them giving up 42 points to the Chiefs in week one. So yeah, I think the, I think there's some uh, real troubles there in New England with the defense. Uh, I mean, I think uh, I saw Carolina's defense firsthand. I think that front seven's really tough, and they could they could give New England some problems. So guess what? I'm going with the upset of the week here. You know, I might be Whoa. doing a little bit. Yeah, I might be a little bit with a uh, little bit with my heart here. But uh, give me Carolina to uh, win this one, 27 to 20, not even in overtime. They're just going to win it outright. <laughs> All right, now we'll move on to the John Isaac and MetLife between the Jets and the Jaguars. And you talk about the Jaguars, what a performance in London, 44-7. It was funny because last week we talked about Mar- we talked about Marquisley, Allen Hearns, all the targets with Allen Robinson out. Well, whoever would have thought that Mercedes Lewis, three touchdowns, I'm pretty sure no one started that him in their fantasy last week. And as far as the Jets are concerned, what can you say about the play of Jamal Adams 
all over the field, had those two sequences back-to-back making impact plays. And we should say congratulations goes out to safety Terrence Brooks, who was the AFC Defensive Player of the Week with two interceptions, who the Jets, by the way, acquired back in late August from the Eagles for Dexter McDougal. So congratulations goes out there to Terrence Brooks and Josh McCown actually so far has played pretty well for the most part, moving the ball around Robbie Anderson, that big 69-yard touchdown pass. Of course, Jermaine Curse, even Austin Seferian Jenkins is back. But the big key here, all you need to know is when I attend a Jets game, and I'll be there this Sunday, for the most part, they usually come up with a W. And for the first time this year, I'm going to pick the Jets because I can't see the Jacksonville Jaguars playing as great as they did last Sunday, and I can see a big letdown in MetLife. So give me the Jets to win by three for the first time this year, 19-16. to 16. Oh, man, that would be, uh, that would be uh, so much fun for you if you actually did see that. And I do know about your uh, lucky history there at, uh, <clears throat> in New Jersey watching those games. Um, I, on the other hand, I picked the Jets last week, so uh, you know I got that out of the way for sure. Uh, I might pick them. I might pick them once or twice more this uh, season. You know, I'll pick them twice to beat the Patriots. Why not? Uh, but, uh, no, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to say uh, not only. I mean, yeah, this 44 to seven was a bit of a like that was just a bit of an anomaly. I've used that word a lot this week, but, uh, you know, I do think Jacksonville is for real. I think they are going to actually make a push for the playoffs, possibly for the division um, against, uh, of course, I think the Titans are the team to beat in the South, but, uh, and a lot of it has to do with Jacksonville's defense. They just look really great. I was telling you before the show, we had both picked Landon Collins to be uh you know, to be a defensive player of the year. But, uh, you know, someone at that safety uh, who's making a strong case so far three games in is Jalen Ramsey, who has just been, uh, you know, looking like the best safety in the NFL so far this season. He's one you got to look at. So, uh, and, you know, Kalei Campbell's been really uh, tearing it up there. Uh, that the linebacking core, just like with Puzzlezny and Telvin Smith, uh, that defense is for real. You know, if they can figure out this Blake Bortles issue, I mean, Granted, uh, he definitely uh, played well in London, but I don't know how long that's going to continue. Jacksonville might be a a solid team for many, many years to come, uh, especially with Fournette, uh, that wide receiver core, if they can stay healthy. Uh, But, yeah, I don't like the Jets' chances in this one. Sorry. Uh, But, you know, hey, maybe you're the – you know, maybe you're the uh, intangible factor here. But, uh, you know, without you going to the game, just – I. I picked this game 27-10 Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville's defense, not only uh, do you, like, would you flex them this game if you had the chance, just keep them on your, keep them on your bench if you want, because I think they're going to, they might prove to have one of the better defenses in the NFL come, uh, you know, the end of the year. All right, Tom, keep it rolling, man, with a matchup of two teams with very, Disappointing losses this past Sunday. Both teams 2-1. Pittsburgh traveling to Baltimore. Always a big-time rivalry to face the Ravens. Oh, yeah. You know, it's uh, um, 
but well, you said it, two very disappointing losses for these teams. And But, hey, they're still 2-1 and one and still atop the division, so this game is going to be as, uh, you know, as important as ever. Um, but, yeah, Bolts, like, just even though it was the, you know, London factor, uh, that, that Baltimore performance really uh, did not sit well with me. I don't know how serious they are. Pittsburgh, of course, they, you see Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh does this every year where they go out, they destroy teams, and then they, they always do lose a, a game or two every year that they absolutely shouldn't. Uh, they, it happens every year. Uh, this, so far, it's with the Bears. Uh, it'll probably happen, uh, probably happen at some other point in the season, too, where it's just like, how, how did they lose to them? Uh, but I think uh, they'll, Pittsburgh will show up for this game. Uh, Baltimore will give them all they have, but give, give me Pittsburgh to win this 24-15. Wow, this might be a record here. We're making here uh-huh, on this, uh-huh. on this three three consecutive disagreements. I'm gonna actually go with the Ravens to bounce back at home, twenty four twenty. And Buck Allen, you better perform better and not make me look as bad as I did last week because you did absolutely nothing. Eight carries, fifteen <laughs> yards. I'm having my fantasy team, and I was disappointed. So definitely hope for a big-time performance against the Steelers. You better deliver. Now, Tom, keep it rolling, man. Another big matchup in the division. Titans, 2-1, and one, traveling to Houston to face the 1-2 Texans with Deshaun Watson. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, Houston's got to be uh, very disappointed after they could have shocked the world last week by beating New England. Uh, but, yeah, I don't, I don't think they have it. Deshaun Watson, you know, he's been a uh, – no, looking looking better and better, uh, you know, as each week goes by. But uh, I think Tennessee's the class of the division. I just said that a couple games ago. Um, I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna struggle here. I'm gonna say 24-14. All right. Well, listen. I picked the Titans to win the division. Sticking with that. But as far as this week goes, keep the disagreements going. Give me oh, the Texans. Man. Yep, that's right. I think it's a record. I, I really think it is. It has to be. No question about it. Four in a row. Give me the Texans to win at home 29-23. I just like what I've been seeing so far out of Watson. To go into New England, even though they didn't win, overall over 300 passing yards, two touchdowns. We know about his ability running with the football, but that was a big test, I have to say, last week with the Titans winning at home against Seattle. Mariota did his thing. Murray on the ground, over 100 yards. And, of course, one of your other receivers, Rashad Matthews, 87 yards and a touchdown. But now, Tom, we'll move on to the 4 o'clock games. And this is where I think our disagreements will come to an end with this one, where the 49ers on the road going to Arizona to face the Cardinals. Now, I picked the Cardinals to beat the Cowboys, so I look pretty bad. And their offense just hasn't gelled right, of course, with the injury to David Johnson. No running game whatsoever. And a big surprise, J.J. Nelson, no catches on Monday night. That was a big surprise. But as far as this week goes, I think they'll get the victory over San Francisco, which put up a big fight. We talked about that game last Friday to the Rams. Just lost 41-39, but gave me the Cardinals to win at home easily. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. Don't worry. I do not have the Niners in this one. Uh, I think they are definitely going to come back to life or lack thereof uh, this week against Arizona, Arizona, definitely a candidate, I think to win, uh, for flexing defenses if uh, they're available. Um, so yeah, Arizona's just, uh, yeah, the offense has been struggling. They're just not the same team they were two years ago, even though I, you know, I picked them to win the West, but uh, it's just something's not gelling there, but they will have enough to beat San Francisco. I'm going to have this on the lower end. Uh, you know, maybe Fitzgerald will have another big game, you know, future Hall of Famer with 145 yards last week. That was fun to see, but uh, give me Arizona to win 19 to 10. All right, Tom, you could go first with this one. The 2-1 Eagles, thanks to the rookie kicker from Memphis, the 22-year-old Jake Elliott, 61 yards to beat the Giants at home, 27-24 against the winless Chargers, who, of course, as a reminder, I picked them to be the sixth seed in the AFC. Ah, yes, yeah, that's definitely – so far, not coming to fruition. There is definitely a lot of time. They can make up for it. But, uh, you know, there's just uh, – it'll be hard to see a team like that getting to the playoffs with the absolute lack of excitement that is in Los Angeles for this team. You know, it's uh, – who are they going to – when they're at home, who are they going to go out and play for and get pumped up? So, yeah, I just don't uh, – yeah, I, I don't see big things happening out of the Chargers. I think they could act, have a much more disgraceful year than I even thought. And the Eagles, you know, I think that they're a team on the upswing. Uh, big congratulations to Jake Elliott. I hope he's enjoying uh, Carson Wentz's game check after making that uh, mm-hmm. 61-yard field goal. That was uh, absolutely insane. So a uh, very exciting moment for him. Uh, but give me Philadelphia to win this one. Uh, pretty a little closer than some may think. I'm going 27-21. I'm going with the Eagles in the matchup over the Chargers, 33-17. But both running back situations, everyone needs to monitor. Of course, the injury to Darren Sproles with that torn ACL and broke his arm, by the way, on the same play. So now you think all those carries and out of the backfield catching it is going to go to Wendell Smallwood. As far as the Chargers are concerned, Melvin Gordon should be okay, but is dealing with a knee injury. So just check that status because that game is 4 o'clock, which could be make things a little tricky, but yeah, the Eagles will win. I like their team overall, obviously, Wentz, and the Chargers, again, a big-time disappointment. So now I'll go first with this one. The 0-3 Giants facing the 1-1 Buccaneers, and the Buccaneers, a big disappointment last week, losing to the Vikings on the road, 34-17, never pick up their defense again. And for the Giants, Listen, pretty early on in that game, they were looking bad. They were down 14 nothing. They came back, even took the lead in the fourth quarter two separate times, but blew the game 27-24. Can't believe they're 0-3, and I can't believe I'm going to pick them to go 0-4 and to pick against them for the first time this year. Give me the Buccaneers to win 23-21, and all I have to say is, Odell Beckham, I don't care how good you are. To pick any celebration that you're going to do about a dog urinating, come on, Odell. This guy will never learn, and the Giants are really going to have to think long and hard before giving him a big-time contract. And for fantasy owners, don't forget Doug Martin returns next next week against the Patriots. But, yeah, give me the Buccaneers to win 23-21. 
Oh, yeah. Now, that celebration was uh, definitely something else. But then again, so was that one catch he made on that uh, on that touchdown. So, yeah, there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of pondering in that contract room because uh, he is he is an absolute special talent. Uh, yeah. Giants, my NFC pick for the Super Bowl. Absolutely making me look foolish. Uh, not getting not getting their first touchdown of the season until the uh, second half of the third game. Just absolutely uh unacceptable and uh you know they will get a touchdown to this week uh emphasis on a uh they will get one single touchdown uh against uh tampa bay will bounce back from this from that loss last week uh give me tampa bay to win 20 to 13 all right tom the floor is yours with this one again two and one teams afc west they need to compete with the chiefs the raiders going to mile high to face the Broncos. Both teams look to bounce back. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, going into uh, last week, a lot of people thought that the uh, you know top three teams in the West were all going to start three and one. But now Kansas City's the only or, uh, three and zero, oh, and Kansas City's now the only one standing at three and zero. Oh. Uh, Oakland and Denver definitely uh, wanted to pull, go away with uh, victories last week. Both teams pretty disappointed. Uh, but I think the team that's going to bounce back is obviously Oakland. I think they're still, uh, you know, one of the creams of the crop of this uh, NFL season. And I don't know. It was just, uh, you know, had a bad game against Washington. Or perhaps Washington is way better than we ever imagined. And, uh, yeah. But give me Oakland to squeak this one out against Denver 23-20. You know, last week I should have picked the Redskins because originally, and I'm not joking, go back and listen to the tape. I said I originally thought about picking the upset in that game with the Redskins at home, but of course I second-guessed myself and went with the Raiders. But in this matchup, Tom, make it six disagreements. The record keeps on going. I'm going to go with the Broncos here. Yes, at home, 26-23 and beat the Raiders. Now Sunday. Wow, that would make the Bills look so much better. Well, hey, yeah, that's right. Hey, if the Broncos bounce back their home, I think Simeon will perform well against that Raiders defense and just get by the Raiders at home. Now, this game they can't flex because it's too early in the season, but the one and two Colts <laughs> travel to Seattle to face the Seahawks. Now, I know, I know the Seahawks have looked bad. They have not looked good whatsoever, but if they don't dominate at home against this Colts defense and this offense, they're going to be in big-time trouble. I think the last time I checked, the spread is 13 or 14 points. The Seahawks better come to play, which I, w- I, which I believe they will. And by the way, Pete Carroll, the Seahawks are 19-3-1 in primetime games, including 12-1 at Central Link Field. They'll make it 13-1 at home, and they should roll. I think they will. 29-10. Oh, yeah. I think Scott Tolzien's going to have a nightmare this game. And you said it perfectly. If they, uh, if Seattle doesn't win, it's going to be absolutely like, critical mass there. Uh, but, yeah, Seattle needs to win this, uh, and I believe they will. They'll win 21-9, probably not as dominating as they would like, but, uh, you know, just enough, just enough to, uh, you know, keep, uh, keep their spirits up. All right, Tom, finish it off. Close out week number four, Monday Night Football. Redskins 2-1, traveling to KC 
to face the Chiefs, who are 3-0. and And once again, I look like a fool because Kareem Hunt has a big-time performance, including a 69-yard touchdown run. Oh, yeah, 172 yards rushing. He's just, uh, so far, he's dominating. He's dominating more than Ezekiel Elliott was uh, as a rookie last year. Um, it's already four, more than 400 yards for the season, just unbelievable. And I think, I think it's going to continue, too. He's, uh, as long as he stays healthy, uh, Kansas City's just using him uh, just uh, very, very effectively. And uh, I continue, I look, I see them to roll, uh, I actually said last week I think they could be the uh, last undefeated team when all is said and done. Uh, and now there's a lot of, uh, <clears throat> you know, there's a lot less competition in that aspect. Uh, but, yeah, give me Kansas City to win this one. Washington looks a lot better, uh, kind of surprising from what we thought in the beginning of the year. But I think Kansas City is really something special. They're almost looking like the class of the entire uh, NFL right now. Uh, but, yes, they're going to keep it rolling, especially at home on Monday night, 28-17. Going to the Chiefs as well, Tom, 22-14 over the Redskins. A big bounce-back performance, Travis Kelsey, because the Redskins have been giving up a bunch of yards to tight ends, and that will continue against Travis Kelsey on Monday night. Well, Tom, man, as always, Thanks for joining me on the program. We'll definitely see how our picks make out this week with all the disagreements we had, six in total. And, of course, my man, good luck in fantasy baseball this week. May the best team win, okay? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully I get my first uh, playoff win against you. That would just be fantastic. But not, uh, not expecting it's going to be, but just we're going to have fun as we do it. Of course, man, everyone, enjoy the rest of your week and all the week four NFL games. Thanks for listening to the program. You don't know how much we appreciate it every single week. And as always, don't forget. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.